Last time I kind of attacked this excuse that we often hear from men of like, well, I don't know who to mentor and I don't know necessarily what to do with that man. And we pointed to Second Timothy chapter 2 in those early verses where we talked about reliable men and we talked about what to do with reliable men. And just quickly, you need to go back and listen to that, but we talk about, you know, what is a reliable man and what do you do with that? You, you teach them the gospel, you, you train them, you get to do them, you get them to do things they wouldn't otherwise do on their own. You move them forward and you entrust them to do that for somebody else in the future. So the efforts multiply and if you continue on in that particular scripture, Second Timothy chapter 2, as we get into verse 3, Paul continues to tell Timothy, he says this, Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Verse 5, similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. And then verse 6 and 7, it talks about a hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, Timothy, for the Lord will give you insight into all this. And so I want to just very briefly, when it comes to reliable men, we see that Paul references three different kind of people, three different kind of men. There's the soldier, there's the athlete, and there's the hardworking farmer. And today I want to chat through this concept or this subject matter of the soldier. I love what the scripture says there in verse 4. It says, no one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. You see, the soldier wants to please the commanding officer. He stays focused on the battle. He stays focused on the task at hand. There's no distractions. He stays focused on Jesus. He, his intention is to please him first, to come out of the battle and to know that Jesus looks us in the eyes and says, well done, good and faithful servant. You see, the soldier doesn't get sidetracked with ambitions in the civilian world. No, he stays focused on his calling and on the mission. I came across this story of... Ezra Mays, and it, it's a phenomenal story. I had a hard time reading it, actually, but um, he was a soldier in the army, and Ezra Mays, he had two crew teammates in his tank with him. They were basically, I believe, I can't exactly remember where they were at overseas, but uh, essentially what took place was they were uh, on a training mission, their tank as uh, the uh, emergency braking system had failed in the tank and next thing they found themselves in the middle of the night woken up rolling downhill in this tank at nearly 90 miles per hour and they're inside this tank and now the sheer force of the vehicle hitting the embankment it actually threw maze from his position of where he was sitting and laying and his right leg was pinned down by um, some of the gear in the tank. 
and he realized that some of his teammates in the tank were also injured. I think one of them had a broken back, could not move in the time. One of them had a serious gash in her leg, and they were bleeding out. And so he he saw this, and so he that he knew they needed help, and so he starts to push and pull um, at his pinned appendage uh, until he actually felt a sharp tear. And so this young man at 21 years of age literally was so focused on the mission at hand that his leg was removed. He literally was pushing and pulling to get free to help that he actually ripped off his own leg. He quickly got focused and he applied a tourniquet to the injury, right, to the to the trauma. And at the same time, the, the tank's gunner uh, realized that their communications were, were inoperable and she tried to radio in for support. And it was around that exact moment that, his, that Maze's phone actually rang, his cell phone. And so they didn't have communication out, but his cell phone rings. And so one of the crew members with the leg cut um, and, and the other leg was broken. Actually, they retrieved the cell phone device that was actually in the middle of the tank. They had to go get it. They handed it to Maze. Maze unlocks his phone, sends a text message to a friend, and help was on the way. Why do I share this story? Well, it's a perfect example of a soldier who's looking to please his commanding officer. The soldier that stays focused in the midst of battle. The soldier that stays focused in the midst of a very traumatic situation and scenario. Men, we need more reliable men who stay focused on the mission at hand like a soldier. Oh, especially in today's age, uh, today's culture, guys, we're here to change a culture one man at a time. That's what we feel like the vision that God has given us for men of iron. And I can tell you the more mentors and the more protégés that we have that are focused on being good soldiers of Christ that are focused, not losing focus on the whole idea of ending our lives with Jesus in front of us saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Man, when we have more men focused like that, even in the midst of struggle, in the midst of battle, in the midst of trauma, man, our culture will change one man at a time. And so if you desire to know Jesus, if you desire to be that reliable man, then my challenge to you this week is to focus like a soldier, to please the commanding officer, and don't allow the ambitions of the civilian world to distract you from what's really important. We'll talk to you guys next time.